Thank you for downloading the Flixsters podcast. On this week's episode, shit, shit has not done well. <laughs> the shit has hit the fans. We need you, Tom, to you know lay low <laughs> until all of this blows over, and then you can try and come back. Um, you know, he, 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 from what I know, he was never like one of these Disney kids where he's he's had the image of you know of being. A- and then Emmanuel, I have to I have to mention this. This is where I'm going to start to get a bit annoyed. James Gunn came out and said this is the greatest superhero movie that he's seen. All right, James Gunn came out and said that. And then people like Stephen King said. Uh, so listen, look, folks, thank you for downloading a brand new episode of The Flixsters. This is episode 243, and with me, joining me, is not Deval. We've got Emmanuel, who's filling in for Deval. De- By the way, where is Deval? What's he doing, man? Deval, where are you? Got no idea. Got no yeah. idea. He's, he's gallivanting around. <laughs> he's he's left the country. He's somewhere in, in Italy, um, and he's having a good time. He's partying it up. Uh, so, Deval, if, you're, if you've downloaded this uh, somehow, um, um, yeah, we we don't miss He's you. probably by the in way. Italy watching White Lotus Exactly. Two. White <laughs> Lotus season two. Oh, mate, have you seen it? It's good, right? I like yeah. it. Yeah, I'm, I tell you what, right? We, you know what? That's one of the shows we actually haven't spoken about White Lotus. And I, I think it's because Deval... He is to- he missed it. I don't think he's actually yeah. into it. Yeah, but okay. I mean, yeah, I like Love White Lotus. It's really good. Uh, so thank you, Emmanuel, for joining me on this one. We're doing episode 243. We've got two. Well, yeah, we've got two big movies. One massive movie, which we've been expecting for a while. And mm. one which was like, oh, yeah, I totally forgot this is going to be hitting uh, Netflix. So we've got The Flash which Amalia and I are going to get into. So folks, please be aware, there will be some spoilers. (laughs) And then there's going to be Extraction Part 2, which uh, we've already seen, and we're going to speak about that as well. So uh, I'm assuming there's going to be uh, spoilers on that one. So stick around for the next kind of 45, 50 minutes, uh, possibly even an hour. Uh, You know, uh, we hope you enjoy the show. Let's get on with it. So before we do anything, let's do the shout outs and... Um, usually it's Deval doing this, but yeah, so we do the shout out. So first of all, uh, we got a shout out Zakrov. Zakrov, if you're listening to this show, I just got to say, mate, you got to come on the show. Listen, we've had Emmanuel, he's a regular, Ciel Noir, she's turned up on the show. It's now your time to get onto the show and speak to us about the stuff that you've been watching. Um, I don't know actually if there's anything. um, Was it uh, the week last week or the week before? We were supposed to have Zakharov on the show, but um, so um, yeah, his people and our people kind of kind of still in talks. Yeah, exactly, still in talks. So Zakharov, <laughs> I want to shout you out. I want to say thanks for listening. Thanks for shouting us out as well uh, and for keeping in touch with us. And we love you. We want you to come to the show. Uh, the other person that I want to shout out is Vegas Chiz. She's got a great Instagram page. 
um, always kind of interacting with us on our Instagram. So letting us know about the show and, you know, keeping in touch with us and letting us know what she's watching. And obviously, I have to shout out CL Noir, who we've been messaging, uh, who we're going to get onto the show. So we're probably going to do one where we get CL Noir and Emmanuel onto the show as well. So that'll be a good one. Ooh, uh, where we get the four of us on there and we can start talking uh, movies and TV shows. So those are the shout outs. Keep listening. And if you want to be a shout out on the show, just hit us up on Instagram. Let us know what you're watching. Let us know what you're not watching. And uh, we can speak about that as well. So let's move on to moving news. A bit light this week, but that's because we've got some uh, major reviews that we want to get through. But check this out. So, Manuel, what do you make of this news? I've been reading about this, mate. So Marvel, Hulk and Universal, what do you reckon? Is it coming back to Marvel, the Hulk? You're not, yeah, I don't know. I only, I only heard the, about this one recently. Um, you know, one of the little birdies uh, that I've lent from Deval uh, basically <laughs> uh, told, me, told me about this. And uh, yeah, it's uh, the question mark is, has Marvel brought Hulk back from uh, Universal? Um, yeah. You know, like, though, though it's, not, uh, it's nothing officially confirmed, uh, to my knowledge, uh, the sudden appearance of the Incredible Hulk, um, Edward Norton, um, on Disney Plus, has uh, has led to some yeah has led to some uh, fans uh, to speculate that oh, has a deal been made? Is is you know has Marvel got the rights to um, got the rights from Universal? Yeah. Nobody, no, nobody officially knows, really. Yeah. But um, isn't it interesting, after all these years, they finally got it on the Disney Plus. So it's got a home now alongside mm. all the other kind of, you know, Marvel movies. Spy in the US, I think this is just for the US, I think Disney have got the Spider-Man movies as well. Um, maybe in, in the UK on Disney Plus as well. Maybe that's the case as well. So all of these movies, they're all kind of, Disney wants them on their platform. Mm. But going forward, do you reckon that they could do a, like what they did with Sony? You know, they share the, what, like the responsibility. The, yeah. Yeah, I, I reckon so. I mean, you know, when there's money involved, you know, people are going to talk and trying to, you know, make a win-win situation like they did with Spider-Man, you know, where a deal was struck with, you know, between Sony Pictures and Marvel, uh, where, you know, the, I think it was... Um, they were allowed to bring Spider-Man into the MCU uh, mm. with, you know, with a new reboot in exchange that Spider-Man would be allowed to appear in, Dis you know, Disney-produced Marvel team-up yeah. films. So, yeah, anything could be possible. And, um, it's, and it's, it's worked out really well for them, hasn't it? Sony and yeah. Marvel. Yeah, it's the best of both worlds. You I mean, is it... <laughs> Do we do we need a Hulk movie? Should we get a Hulk movie? like a standalone Hulk movie. Like, where does he fit in? Because obviously, all the Avengers, Endgame, and Infinity War, that all happened. We've seen mm. him a little bit in She-Hulk. We know we that his son's in, about. Uh, wasn't that as well? Um, oh yeah. Um, what did we see him in? Yeah, we saw him in. It, yeah, he's he's, uh, he's kind of done little team ups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it would be interesting to see what happens on that one. Um, obviously, we, you know, we're not holding our breath on this one because we don't know. They could still be, you know, managing things. So we'll see what happens. Uh, let's move on to DC now. And obviously, we've got a lot of DC that we're going to be speaking about later on in the show. But I just wanted to kind of mention this one. So Andy Muschietti, he's the director of The Flash. He was behind the It movies. And, um, you know, he's he's kind of 
come from this horror background. And then rumor rumor has it that uh, mm. James Gunn and Peter Safran they've chosen Andy Muschietti to direct the new Batman movie. Now, people yeah. must be, when they hear this, people must be thinking, well, hang on a second, we've already got a Batman director, right? The Matt Reeves, <laughs> he's been doing the, no. <laughs> DC, James Gunn, wants to do another Batman called mm. The Brave and the Bold. And he, apparently Andy Muschietti is going to be the director of that one. So, Emmanuel, I mean... Where the hell does this all fit in? Like, is it alongside Robert Pattinson one? Is it uh, after Robert Pattinson one? Like, where, where are we seeing this, man? This is crazy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But they've mm. obviously seen something in in uh, in the, this guy. So yeah, that they want to you know give, let him have a go at. It. He could be he could be the next you know um, action action movie director sort of thing. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, Brave and Bold, I mean, it's a great, I mean, look, it's a great title. It's interesting. And um, I have my reservations about the whole thing. And I'll speak mm. about that when we get into The Flash. But uh, this idea of having, a, you know, a Batman, Robert Pattinson's Batman. Uh, and by the way, man, I was, I was a big fan of that movie, The Batman. I wasn't, I didn't think he was going to be good in it. I didn't yeah. think I was going to like it as much as I did. But at yeah. the end of it, I was like... You know what? This is actually a decent. Too, too bad of a job, did they? Yeah, this was actually a decent Batman movie. So <laughs> we'll see how this Andy Muschietti does with Batman. Yeah. It's a different kettle of fish. You know, it's a bit darker. So I don't know where they're going. Uh, all right, let's move on now. Now, Emmanuel, I'm not sure if you heard about this. You know, um, Tom Holland. He's mm. decided. He's decided, he decided? To he's decided to take a year off or some time off from acting. Uh. Because apparently his new show, which is called The Crowded Room, is airing on Apple Plus. It dropped maybe kind of like a week ago or something like that. And um, in it, he plays... Uh, I haven't seen this, by the way. But in it, right. I, I think he plays kind of a person with kind of split personality. You know, he's got maybe DID. Um, right. And apparently it took a toll on him. And he's come out and he said that because of what he invested into this role, he needs to take a break because he put everything into this role. But what also, is it like he started acting or something? Or, yeah, or but what? also, could it, could it be because the show has been absolutely been slated? The reviews of this show have like, I mean, I, I haven't seen the show, so I can't really comment. I can't say if it's good or bad. But yeah. some of the reviews that I've read, it, the, the, the critics have been kind of like saying it's it's, it's basically shit. Like, you know, there's... It sounds like Tom Holland sounds like he's doing this. You know? He's like, doing this. He's just kind of like, maybe... <laughs> and then as he, was be, as he was being interviewed, so those reviews have been coming out. The critics haven't liked it. And then at mm. the same time, they've been asking him about Spider-Man 4. And then he's... And what he's turned around and has said... He doesn't know much about the storyline. It's in development. It's going to happen. Mm. We know that it's going to happen, but he's going to take a break from acting. I mean, um, yeah, fair play. I mean, if you want to take a break from acting, fair play. But um, do you reckon? I don't it, know. Do you reckon... From, from what you're from what you're saying to me, it sounds like he's. It's a it's a strategy of shit. Shit has not done well. <laughs> <laughs> the shit has hit the fans. Yeah. We need you, Tom, to you know lay low. Yeah. <laughs> until all of this blows over yeah and then you can try and come back 
Um, yeah. You know, yeah. He, 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 from what I know, he was never like one of these Disney kids where he's he's had the image of you know of being a young a young actor and mm. you know doing Disney and then yeah. trying to you know like how they try to grow up and play different roles. Exactly. So, <laughs> so I, think, I, I, mate, I think absolutely. Yeah, you I know, think he. Um, I think that's what he's trying to do. Is basically he wants yeah. to he wants to move away from this, you know, being known as Spider Man. But I feel like it plays to him if if he owns it. Like, you know what? Absolutely. If he owns that role and he knows that he's going to get a big paycheck, you know, it could also be, you know, if he turns around and he's like, look, hey, Marvel, look, I, I make other movies and they, they are successful or I do other mm. stuff and they're successful. So, you know, you need to pay me more. Like, you know, mm. because whatever I do t turns to gold. Like, you know, kind of like the Midas touch. Kind of like... Um, I mean, he can't I'm, exactly say that just yet, though. Uh, he can't. I don't think he's... He he has yeah he hasn't I, I don't think he's uh, he's he's cut his chops uh, as, Which as much actor as. Which in Hollywood do you reckon that can do that? Where if they go off and do other stuff, and then it does really well, and then you know that this guy is bankable. No matter what they do, it's like a great movie. Um, oh well. I mean, people uh, could say The Rock. You could say that, but although he's had a few misses. Um, oh, I've forgotten his name now. Inception. Um, um, and Catch Me If You Can. Oh, mate, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. That's, That's him, it. yeah. He's got yeah. the Midas touch. Yeah. yeah. He has. He has. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio. He's got the, like, you know, you put him in something, the movie does really, really well. So, mm -hmm. um, Possibly maybe Tom Holland, you know, if he gets to that yeah. kind of a level. But yeah, it, I just found it interesting. The fact that, you know, the reviews of this new show came out weren't so great. He's decided mm. to take a break away from acting. And uh, yeah, so we'll see what happens with that one. Uh, listen, look, we've kept it kind of light on the movie news because there is so much stuff that we need to kind of get through. So we're going to kind of move on. But remember, uh, folks, every week we bring you movie news and bring you all sorts of stuff. So keep it up with the Flicksters. Like and subscribe on YouTube. You can watch this episode. Actually, I'll be putting this episode up on YouTube so you'll be able to see the lovely, beautiful faces of Emmanuel and myself um, doing all crazy sorts of stuff. Right, new on streaming now. Emmanuel, uh, I haven't seen this. I haven't seen this. Have Tell me, have you seen this? What, Charlie Brooker's The Black Mirror? Yeah, I haven't, because I, I know this has dropped, right? Yeah, yeah. This one's a, this one's a, new, a new season, season six on mm -hmm. Netflix. Um, if you've not seen if you've not seen Black Mirror, um, watch it. It's it's worth a watch. It it, it has um, six different episodes and they vary in length. I mean, now nowadays it, it seems to be the the new thing where um, you tell the story and it, it the each story can vary between like forty minutes to eighty minutes. Right. It's just that what um, it's just the new thing of you, you only use the time. In, in order to be able to successfully tell that story or yeah. whatever it is, you know? But yeah, Charlie Brooker, a Black Mirror, really good. And it's, um, it's with this season, it's actually pulling in some decent names. Uh, Annie Murphy, Selma Hayek. Yeah, um, I don't want to mention her one. surname because I don't want to think that she's, she's married because she's still <laughs> hot. But, um. oh, <laughs> you know, with the whole Selma Hayek thing, um, it, it was in the news, like, it, uh, Apparently that episode specifically has has been getting a lot of stuff because of 
the, the you know the I don't know much about that episode, but mm. it's kind of a bit weird about how that is and everything like that. But yeah, is that is that a decent I one? Hope, I haven't Salma. watched any of the episodes, but okay, I'm definitely going to watch that Selma Hayek one. Oh yeah, and then there's Zazie Beats as well. Is it is is she's been, great? Um, is, she's in this one, and then there's um, Mahala uh, Harold. Uh, okay. She was in. Um, Oh, that was there was that financial um, TV series from success. No, uh, not succession. No, no, not succession. No, no. Uh, it'll it'll come to me. It's All right, it'll come back now. to us. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's, there's some d- decent names in uh, in this season. Uh, so he manage he manages to pull in kind of like a few big names. I remember in kind of one of the other ones, he had like Jodie Foster. He had mm. Bryce Dallas Howard directing a few episodes. Like you know, he he has like some big people coming into the show. Why? Yeah. What's the appeal of it? Why? Well, I mean, I think because you get you get you get eyeballs. So mm. you get you know when shows. Um, gaining eyeballs for it's 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 not um, something that you're gonna you know want to just be like oh nah it's not for me or whatever yeah you know we can go we can look at other shows like heroes when you know when they start you know getting bigger and better mm-hmm. or they're having more interest in you know topics and they're you know being talked about then it draws in all every other celebrity wants to you know jump on board yeah, so. yeah, it's true, and and the and the storylines are really kind of quirky and like, you know, like science fiction, and yeah. it almost some of them for me, some of them have a lot of that kind of uh, the Twilight Zone vibe to them. Like, yeah, you know, and kind there, of, there's there's one there's there's several of them which almost predict the future. Yeah, like yeah, <laughs> really well. <laughs> really, so really, really well, exactly. <laughs> so, folks, if you if you want something to watch, I mean, definitely it's on my watch list. Um, yeah, if you want something to watch this week, then check out uh, Black Mirror. Uh, it's going to be a good one. And let us, if you do watch it, let us know what you think. Uh, mm. Let's move on a bit now. Let's move on to this one. Yeah, Avatar. Avatar. I didn't realize this. Avatar: The Way of the Water is already out on Disney Plus. I just thought, wow. But this yeah. is. Is this, this is, like, is this like a documentary making of, making yeah, of it's a documentary okay. uh, inside Pandora's box? But you know, Pandora was not Pandora's box was never meant to be opened, was it? So exactly, but he opened to, it. To, <laughs> take your own, you know, yeah, take your own risk on, uh, on on viewing this one. But yeah, um, this one's a, it's 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 recent, um, and that's why it's on on the list to yeah. To, uh, to view to watch yeah and i guess a lot of people will be interested because obviously it was like it did it made this movie uh, avatar way of the water it did over a billion you know at the box yeah. office we're gonna get a three four five and you know yeah god knows what else so it, for people it will be interesting to see how they actually made it why it took so long like, yeah like geez like you know the movies they for james cameron these movies they take 10 years to make or whatever so he waits um, for the technology as, as they say he yeah yeah the waiting for the technology. so that'll be interesting yeah. if that's your if that floats your boat keeping it with the water pan, no uh, pun. <laughs> uh, yeah yeah so check that one out and the other one that we're going to speak about is this one so now we've reviewed we've reviewed this on the, on the show actually deval he went out and watched this maybe about a month ago or something so it's pretty quick that it's out on Amazon, but this is Guy mm. Ritchie's The Covenant. And yeah. Um, yeah, so when Deval, when he reviewed it, he said it was a decent kind of war movie, Jake Gyllenhaal, yeah. uh, he, you know, he's in Afghanistan and 
has to help out a local person and everything like that. Uh, I haven't had a chance to watch it. Have you, have you seen this, Emmanuel? I actually watched it before. Um, yeah. Before everyone else, yeah. So nice. Uh, <laughs> I can't. I can't, I can't so remember. When, I mean, what did, what did you what did you think of it? Because I haven't seen it yet. See, for me, I didn't know. I did uh, because it was a um, an early screening before you know. Um, you're not allowed to mention it. Yeah. You're not allowed to mention yeah. it. I I then re- I, I realized that it's it's a war you know it's a war movie and I for me personally I don't it. Those movies don't gain my interest. So right. for me, I was it was kind of like, hmm, okay. Bit mess. Okay, <laughs> yeah. But it, I, for, for me, I, I find it weird. Is it's, it's like it's called Guy Ritchie's The Covenant. I wonder why he's gone. Why he's why they've done that. Why he's gone for that. He's never done that for any other movie of his. Not unless he's trying to make moves, and uh, you know, um, I guess he staked his name on it, so he believes in in this movie. So yeah, because I know we kind of had used to have um, like uh, with with Quentin Tarantino. It's like. Quentin Tarantino's eighth film, Quentin Tarantino's mm. ninth film. Like, you know, he had mm. that. And back in the day, directors would do that. But yeah, um, yeah I wonder, like, yeah, you're, you're right. You might be making moves. It's like, this is a Guy Ritchie movie. Yeah. Like, you know exactly what you're getting. I mean, the only other, the other director I can think of is Tim Burton. Mm, Tim Burton, yes. Yeah, he puts his names on. on yeah, the, on real the kind of visionary kind of film director. All right, okay. Yeah. So if you haven't seen that, folks, go check it out. If you've got an Amazon subscription, go check that one out. And the other one that I want to speak about is this. I've actually been watching this. Um, this is called Platonic, and this is on Apple Plus. And I heard like, kind of a few things about this. Some people mentioned it. I read some reviews. It stars Seth Rogen. And um, and either you like Seth Rogen or you hate Seth mm. Rogen. I like I don't mind. He can be funny. Sometimes he can be a bit too loud, but yeah. uh, he's he's actually quite decent in this. And um, and it, it stars Rose Bryan, who's an Australian actress, and um, she's been in Marvel. She's been in X Men. She's done horror movies like Insidious and things like that. So she's done mm. kind of like a few things. So she's a really good actor. And um, so in this, they play two friends. Um, Seth Rogen, he's recently divorced. Ro- uh, Rose Bryan, she's got a family. She's got like a husband, three kids. And they were friends when they were in college. They haven't seen each other for about five, six years. Mm. He's recently divorced and then they kind of meet up. And then it's about their relationship. And one of the questions that comes up is, right, you know, is the relationship platonic? Can a man and a woman really just be <laughs> friends? Right? And... Um, <laughs> These two, they've got great chemistry. I have to say, they've got great chemistry. It's really yeah. funny. He's he's a he's a, he owns a he owns a pub, and she's a lawyer. And these two worlds they kind of collide. And she's kind of a bored housewife, and he's coming out of a divorce, and he hasn't grown up. And she I can already see this ain't going to be platonic. <laughs> right, the guy and, owns um, the bar. <laughs> it hasn't it hasn't finished yet so every so new episodes drop everywhere you know apple oh my god they do this thing where they do some really good series yeah they do so and they but they they don't uh, release everything all at once so mm. they drop their episodes every wednesday so you kind of got to invest in it so i've been watching mm. it it's actually quite funny I, i've been surprised actually how good it is episodes yeah. are only about half an hour long so yeah for folks if you're interested in that um it's quite it's quite a decent show so you can catch that on apple plus if you've got a subscription over there let's move on to trailers so 
I wanted to add this one in. This one came up on my kind of my watch list on YouTube. I love kind of going through some of the new trailers that are on there. Now, this one uh, is horror. It stars mm. Anthony Starr, who we'll know from The Boys. He plays uh, Homelander. Mm. And Emmanuel, you know how in Homelander he is, he's, he's quite, he's a scary, when, when he loses his shit, he's actually quite scary, right? <laughs> and, Was um, he like a psych, no, sociopath? Psych he's, a, he's a sociopath. And, <laughs> yeah. and in this movie, he plays a dad who, he's just basically, he's playing Homelander. He's a, he looks like a sociopath in this movie as well. So his kid is having nightmares or he's, He's imagining things, but mm. uh, he can hear knocks in the walls. So every so often, the kid is trying to go to bed, but then mm. he can hear knocks on the walls, right? Okay. And um, I tell what you one thing, right? It's actually really, really <laughs> creepy. So the mum is like, there's no knocks on the walls. The dad, Anthony Starr, is like, there's no knocks on the walls. And basically the kid slowly, slowly starts to lose his shit. So he goes to school, right. he draws paintings, he, you know, he tells the teacher, he's like, help me. He draws a picture where uh, it's like, it's him, he's holding his, you know, his ears and he's like, help me. So the, the teacher contacts the mum and the mum and the teacher's like, listen, like, you know, your son needs help. He's crying yeah. for help. And the mum's like, did you draw this? Did you draw this? The dad is unhinged. He, he's basically doing a Homelander. There's some sort of skit. There's some something, some evilness going on in the house. Yeah. And I was just like, oh my gosh, this does actually look creepy. But here's the thing, Emmanuel. It's everything that we've seen in a horror movie or before. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's, it's everything. The crazy parents, the boy who maybe is imagining stuff, the, the creaky floorboards, the noise in the walls, the, the, the mum that looks really scary. There's a shot of her smiling, like, you know, looking very, very no. creepy, jumping. We've seen it all before. So I don't know if this is going to be like everything that we've seen, or if this is actually going to be something new. Does it bring <sighs> something new to the game? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah. horror movies horror movies again isn't my genre it's not your thing yeah it's not yeah. my thing only because the reason why is because when it's a horror movie i you can only get the scare once <laughs> yeah and, <laughs> and yeah. it's done yeah it's done right yeah like how many more can they get out of you it's like you know how many knocks are they going to do on the wall and you're like okay like you know and it's so funny because we've seen like quite a few like you know these you know horror movies and stuff like that so i don't know i saw the it's called cobweb i saw mm. it and i was like okay yeah it looks a bit creepy but so were the all you know the 15 other movies that we saw over the last couple of years they were like yeah. exactly the same i don't know your mileage you, you know your mileage might be different so go check that one out now the other one this is uh, the witcher season three we actually haven't spoken about this henry cavill is back this is going to be his last turn as Geralt because Chris Hemsworth's brother, I always forget the brother's name. It's one of the Hemsworth's brothers. It's not Chris Yeah, Hemsworth. he's going to be replacing him. He's going to be taking over in season four. So mm. for me, when I watched this trailer, I was like, okay, so this is Henry Cavill's swan song. It's like, mm. let's go out on a bang. You know, there's this him slicing people up. There's going to be magic. There's going to be, you know, fighting there's going to be obviously sword and sorcery all that sort of stuff and um 
and it was this move this role was tailor made for Henry Cavill he apparently he he grew up playing the games he grew he's up reading the books he's a gamer he's, he's a gamer so he's, yeah this guy's a gamer but uh, the, the and the problem was apparently is that he demanded too much from Netflix and he was upset in the direction that they were trying to take the character and he was like yeah. no this isn't how it's done like you know it should be like this and there was a clash basically i think henry needs to needs to calm it down he needs to light he's he's (laughs) he's just building this reputation and has has done of being that difficult employee to work you know to work with that person yeah i mean there's loads of there's loads of people i know who who love them in superman and mission impossible and they're like yeah you know he fits he fits the bill but I'm like, yeah, there's there's that. But then it's like, imagine going to work or having to go to work with someone you know. And he's going to be like, um, yeah, he's like, um, actually, Gerald wouldn't say that. He would say this and like, you know, or he wouldn't well, do that. He would do this. And apparently he would go back to the writers. I know. Apparently he would go back to the writers and say, no, no, he wouldn't say this. And they get yeah. pissed off with him. Sometimes studios want an actor who just reads the flipping lines, who just reads the flipping lines, just read them as they are. Do you know? Do the job, and so we can go home. <laughs> I want you know? peace. I don't want trouble. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Imagine that. Like, listen. You know, you're just getting paid. Look, listen. We just want you to read what's on the line. Like, you know, don't change anything. Just do what, mm. what's said. So yeah. So we'll see how this pans out. Um, I'm. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna watch it. We'll watch it, and we'll just see what it's like. Yeah. Uh, and then we'll just kind of obviously keep an eye on how um, Liam Hemsworth. I mean, I can just, get, I can just, I, I just got this feeling that you know what, someone has probably already already said to him, look, if you Henry, if you feel that that good, why don't you put your name on the movie and then call, come up with the scripts and everything? Exactly, we'll do yeah. do it yourself. But he's yeah. probably, he probably shied away from that. Yeah, like, <laughs> absolutely. And imagine, imagine if people kind of like have an idea of a film and they're like, "Should we get Henry Cavill? Maybe is he going to bring? Nah. Is, it, is he too much of an issue? <laughs> is he going to do this? Is he going to do that?" And you know, yeah. I mean, he listen. Look, he lost the Superman gig, but mm. I don't think it. I, I mean, I don't think it was because of his meddling in with all that sort of stuff. I think it was purely because James Gunn was going in a totally different direction. He wants mm. to reboot, recast, and you know. Um, that whole egg on egg on the face with Black Adam, him, mm. you know, at, coming at the end of Black Adam and everything—it was just kind of poor. It's like, why did they let that happen, man? That's that's bad. I heard that. I heard that there was even um, uh, one or two scenes that in um, the Flash that got scrapped. But yeah, as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, we'll we'll come. We'll we'll get to yeah. we'll get to that. We're, <laughs> We're, we're moving we're moving on to that uh all right let's do anniversary corner and we've got a kind of a few a few movies that we're going to speak about and they fit in really really well with obviously the main movie that we're going to be speaking about so mm. we've got dc we've got a lot of dc at the moment so we've got man of steel which is 10 years ago shit 10 2013 years, 
And, um, time flies, you know. Mate, time flies. And do you remember the whole thing when, uh, with Man of Steel, with the whole casting of Henry Cavill? Do you remember the whole thing that was like, right, who, who are they going to get? Like, you know, who's going to be the new Superman? It's got to be, mm. you know, Christopher Reeve. You know, he's got to fill those shoes. And we, uh, who was the guy before um, Henry Cavill? What was his name again? I don't know. Um, Brandon. Brandon. Do you remember Brandon, the Brian Singer one? I can't, I, I can't put my name on it. Yeah, the so Brian Singer, the Superman. Uh, oh, was it, it Brian Singer? It was yeah. He, he I'm gonna fuck up here, but he wasn't the one who um, plays Ant Man in. No, 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 uh, no. So, so Brian Singer's Brand, the director. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, Brian Singer. Yeah, yeah Brian Singer's and director. The and where the trailer has the bullet going to the to the eye, right? That's it. it. Yeah, and then it. he just basically yeah so that was, yeah. you know i remember that that was back in 2006 and those that movie didn't obviously do like particularly well so it's it took them a long time from that to 2013 so man of steel and um yeah you know henry cavill you know mm -hmm. he he henry a lot of people said we need someone with stature with a big size and kind of to mm. do that whole thing this was zack snyder this was the start of the zack snyder verse um, a lot of people love, a lot of people really liked this movie. It mm. did really well at the box office and a lot of people didn't like it. They were like, he, he, did, he didn't have the charm. He was, a lot of people said that he was too serious. Yeah, yeah, I, I get that. I heard that as well. And um, I think that I, I heard as well that like some few people thought that he played, he played more of an evil Superman than a, <laughs> than a good Superman because yeah. of how serious he was. I, I found you know, him. I just found him too serious. And he, like, he doesn't know, you look go, like the the Boy Scout that. Yeah, the like you know, the, like the clumsy, the guy, like you know, the Clark Kent clumsy person who'll yeah. fall over and like drop things, and because because yeah. that was the Clark Kent persona. He had to. He's got to become like you know, you know, totally opposite of Superman. And with these movies, with the Snyder vs Superman, he was very kind of like, no, that's not how it's done. It's very kind of like like this and. Mm. so yeah a lot of people but i mean if you haven't seen man of steel go check it out i mean um it was that whole you know over the last 10 years the the, the spider uh, the snyder verse and it kind of built out and then we had obviously the batman versus superman and you know that whole thing or, or, you know came about which people some people liked again some people derided they didn't like and mm. you know the you know the justice league and all that sort of stuff so you go back and check this one out if you haven't seen it and then the other one we we have to go back to before that to a damn right absolute stone cold classic some people call the dc the greatest dc trilogy ever made this is the dark knight and uh, yeah. Christ christopher nolan you know and and some people will say to you that this is the high point for the for the dc universe mm. yeah no, this was. This is one of my favorites. Oh, it's, it's, still, it's amazing. It's still, it's still, it's still up yeah. there. It's got basically everything: great storytelling, great directing, great acting, uh, and you know, it has a darker tone. Like those Christopher Nolan movies, they were darker, and then yeah. may, maybe Zack Snyder wanted to carry that on, you know. But I don't know. Mm. The, the, it was, I mean, this, this was this was what Heath Ledger. Heath this Ledger. Is, this is Christian Heath Christian yeah. Bell and Morgan um, Freeman. Oh, oh man, mate! This and you know what? That Matt opening, <laughs> the opening, the it bank was... scene. Um, so, so the opening bank scene was kind of like, uh, like 
when you watch that on the IMAX, it's just so uh, like it, honestly like I watched really, it. I watched yeah, it on IMAX as well. Really <laughs> great, great opening because like wide, wide angle lens that they used, and mm. we kind of get this introduction to kind of like you know the Joker, and we think shit, this is this is like great and everything. So um, yeah, man, if you if, folks, if you haven't seen the Dark Knight trilogy, you're seriously missing out. You need to go watch those before you watch this main movie that we're going to be speaking about, which is going to be The Flash. Now, Emmanuel and I, we went out and watched this. It's fresh in our minds. It's just only been released like a few days ago around the world. I, I think it only came out on Friday the 16th in America, actually. So, right, okay. um, so I, you watched it on the Wednesday. I watched it on the Thursday. Yeah. And then it was released kind of everywhere else on the Friday. And the hype surrounding this movie is incredible because apparently this movie was done like a year ago. Like this movie should have come out a while ago. COVID happened. They, um, you know, they, they kind of had to delay things. But also, I think somewhere in there, Emmanuel, I'm not sure, maybe you might know this. Was there some reshoots going on as well because of, you know, we heard Aquaman 2, there was reshoots going on. We, there was maybe, maybe those guys, Andy Muschietti knew about uh, James Gunn taking over. Did they figure maybe, right, how is this going to all plan out? Maybe we have to change yeah, things Yeah, there was a around. whole heap of shit, wasn't that? I mean, whole, it was... whole backstory <laughs> behind the whole flash, right? Yeah. Then add to that, the flipping uh, Ezra Miller, they, he, mm. uh, they, they flipped out. Like there was kind of like behind the scenes, he got arrested in in Norway or Sweden or in Scandinavia somewhere. Yeah. There's video footage of him strangling someone, and then yeah. he was kind of got arrested for um, was, was abuse or, or or something. I think. Yeah, go I, on. I, I think. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it was it was it stemmed from the loss of his mother or something like that or mm. he had a loss in the family right and then he and then it, he just it just seemed to just go off the rails after that yeah and go off the rails absolutely right there's video footage from TMZ which I, I'll be I was watching where he's being arrested and you know he's just like you know clearly you know something's not right with them yeah and yeah. you know they need help and then when uh, over the last couple of, I think couple of months, apparently they have been receiving help and, you know, the directors come out and said, you know, they've, you know, they've made progress. Uh, James Gunn has said, you know, they've made progress, etc. So mentally they, they are making progress. All right. And then mm. whilst all that was happening, there was kind of reports coming out that Ezra Miller is amazing. Um, mm. him as you know you know as Barry Allen is absolutely fantastic and then Emmanuel I have to I have to mention this this is where I'm going to start to get a bit annoyed James Gunn came out mm. and said this is the greatest superhero movie that he's seen all right James Gunn came out and said that and then people like Stephen King said, Stephen oh, King. Yeah, I'm totally yeah. blown away with it. They, apparently, there was standing ovation. There was kind of like 
all this going on and I'm like thinking shit. My spider senses started tingling when I outside <laughs> hearing hearing these the <laughs> uh, thing from Mission Impossible, what's his name? Uh, he even said something as well. Like these uh, what these, Tom Cruise? No who? Tom Cruise, yeah, Tom Cruise yeah. saw it as well and, and he said, like, Oh my gosh, it's yeah, amazing. Like this is absolutely as as, amazing. As soon as I start hearing those kind of things, it's like one of those really you know those really like um, straight to DVD kind of movies where in the, in the trailer it's like <laughs> seriously. So listen, when you have James Gunn, the director of the Guardians of the Galaxy trilogy, who let's face it, he went out on a bang, he went out on a high note, and he's probably been kind of the one who's had a lot of success within Marvel. When he turns around and says to you, "It's one of the greatest movies," you're thinking, "Shit, okay, I better look. This this is going to be." This is going to be some good stuff. So I watched, mm. I, I sat down and maybe, I don't know about your showing, uh, Emmanuel. Mm. There, was, there were only six of us in this screening. Oh, there <laughs> I, was, there, I, had, I had less than six. Really? I watched, <laughs> I watched a 9 p.m. showing and there was flipping six of us. So I don't know whether or not- oh, I, it, I watched the first showing of the day. All right, so. okay, yeah. Okay, so I, that, that I kind of get, <laughs> like that I kind of get. I was watching yeah. nine o'clock in the evening and it was a Thursday night and you're probably thinking, okay, yeah, Thursday night, people are going to be out and about. Flipping, there were six of us. So I don't know whether people are interested in The Flash. I don't know whether there's kind of hype around The Flash in Australia, I mean. I don't know whether or not, mm. but there were six people. Make of that what you will. Start okay, let me, let, let me just say, with, with, with that, I'd say that we have to also consider that this is a pretty crowded month with a lot of blockbuster mm. movies True. coming out as True. well. Uh, no, absolutely. And remember, we've we've just had Spider-Man uh, Across the Spider-Verse just being released. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, that that talks about multiversal universes. This is talking about multiverses. So, you know, there's, there's a bit of competition in the, uh, in the air. And um, yeah. I'm just going to come around and say, I'm like, what the fuck was James Gunn? What did he watch? What movie did he watch <laughs> where he thought this is the greatest superhero movie? And you've got to you've got to think about this. That he, Marvel made Infinity War, which to me is kind of the high point. Like you know, yeah, but that's a high benchmark, man. But how, but how can a director? How can a director basically say? that this is the greatest superhero movie. And then after I watched the movie, I was like, yeah, it's obvious why he said it. He's the head of DC. He's got to sell tickets and it's, that's going to make people go out and watch the movie, right? So, th yeah. so that's all fine. So f I was annoyed about that. And here's my, I'm going to cut right to the chase and then we're going to get into the nitty gritty of kind of mm. what happens in the plot line. I'm just going to turn around and say the movie is just, for me, it was decent. It was okay. It had some mm. memorable moments, like seeing Michael Keaton come back as Batman. I was like, yeah. Like, you know, seeing the old timer get back into the Batsuit, seeing and seeing that version of the Batsuit and that Batcar and, you know, Batwing and everything like that. Oh, uh, yeah. That yeah. was pure nostalgia. And I thought, yeah, this is brilliant. This is great. I love those bits. I felt like as if Supergirl... Uh, was felt flat for me. I I totally didn't buy into the whole Supergirl thing. That whole storyline. Anyone who's listened this far, there's a spoiler alert from here. Oh shit! Yeah, spoiler alerts. <laughs> Definite spoiler alerts. Um, Ezra Miller as Barry Allen. 
yes, he's great and the interaction between Barry Allen and Barry Allen and him going back to, you know, uh, visiting his kind of whole thing, uh, mm. you know, there is this chemistry, if you can kind of say that, because he's just, you know, he's riffing off of himself. But you know what? There were moments with the CGI where I could tell it was just pure CGI. And it took me yeah. out. Honestly, it took me out of the movie. And I hated DC for doing that. Right. Now, I, I'm I, just I, one person. <laughs> I'm just one person, right? I'm just one person. Yeah. And clearly, I had the hype surrounding this movie was really, really huge. And at the end of it, I just thought, okay, this is great to an extent, um, but it's nothing, no way near like what James Gunn sold it as the one of the greatest superhero movies. No way, no way. See, James Gunn sold you, but for my, for, for <laughs> me, <laughs> for me, where I, where I, where I entered the uh, the cinema, yeah, was with. The spider sense is tingling when <laughs> James Gunn be. I, I hear James Gunn uh, and um, Stephen King and these other people, you know, trying to say that yeah. they're, they're, it's an awesome movie. Straight away, I was just like, hold on, <laughs> is this going to be a really bad movie? But, and then the and then the other part of me as well was, hold on, Manny, ho- ma- manage your expectations, keep yep. it low. Yep. We know what the we know what the track record is with, with DC. Me. So, <laughs> so keeping low. You. I'm with you on this one, yeah. <laughs> and 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 only judge once you've seen it. So there's there's less of a disappointment mm. in, in yeah. You know, in but what did you? But what did you make? Were, were you like so? Yeah. So yeah. So what I did you think the, though? Did you think the like it was above average or was it like what? You know, tell me your take on it. I enjoyed the movie. I thought I thought mm. that the um, the the humor, the sense of humor, the care mm. that that had gone into when I say care, I mean the sort of like messaging in the in the in the movie was done well. Um, and I thought Ezra Miller was a another level, much better than I'd seen him in. Uh, the Schneider Schneider cut. I thought yes, this was this is different because yeah, big time different. Yeah, because him Ezra versus Ezra or um, the Flash versus Flash. I I I was fully convinced that they were two separate actors, mm. and it didn't come across like the same actor. You know, um, trying to pull it off that they're a different character. Yeah, like the two work together as like. Two different people. In, yeah, it's two different people. Um, so I enjoyed that, and then there was there was the the care part of it was there was moments in the movie where the sensitivity of um, of uh, Barry mm. came through in certain points, like um, when uh, yeah, his mum, the. Um, when he basically is talking to his dad, uh, when he tells a story about trying to, uh, when Zod came down and he was trying to save, he, he, that's when he basically got the powers. Yeah. And then he was trying to he was trying to save the kid and the parent and the father. He actually covered the kid's eyes. Yeah. When yeah, I when, noticed that. Um, yeah, when he knew that he couldn't save the father. 
And I thought that is that was that was actually quite touching because the human touch. Yeah. The kid was distraught, and he could only save the kid. And um, you know, in you know how the mechanism pulls people off the ground, yeah. and then it slams them back down. He was basically he grabbed the kid, and they were up in the air. So he had no traction no. to 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 do his flash thing. Yeah. So when he came down, he was off. And that was that was the that most was he could do. You know yeah. the sad thing, and the sad thing about that is, so this is kind of a spoiler alert. Is when we Barry, but we revisit that scene again. He's trying to save all that from happening. Then that kid eventually does die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's like it's like oh my gosh, like you know we invested in that so much, and then in the end, the boy <laughs> this time the boy dies, and 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 the dad yeah. dies, and everything like that. But no, you're he right. Was he was explaining in his timeline though yeah. he, he was yeah, ex- he did explain yeah. that it was in his timeline yeah but yeah that that care and then also the the bit that was uh that showed care as well and i think it made reference to um uh what is it mental illness yeah. was remember i remember when i watched um uh not it wasn't man of steel um you know when Zord came down in the, what was the movie before, um, uh, where we saw that scene when Zord was basically destroying. That was in Batman, Batman was versus. Um, that was Superman. Batman versus Superman. The beginning where you know yeah. where Batman's running down the street and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the 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 call the callback was that scene, and when I was watching that movie, I was like. Can you like these guys are destroying the whole entire city, and then that's going to be that's like <laughs> trauma and financial ruin for a lot of people. Trust me, but, yeah. And it and it kind of it connected to me when he was saving the nurse mm. and she was screaming, falling from the, the babies. Oh you, yeah, the babies. You're oh gosh, in the building that's about to that's and you're sliding off the building. Yep, Next yep. thing you're on the ground. Yeah, and these babies that was that was sliding down yeah. with you. That whole, yeah, that, that whole thing was fun. No, it was no. Absolutely <laughs> right. You're you're absolutely right. And yeah, and you know what? I'm I'm har- I'm I am being harsh, but there were. There were like, moments in the movie which were actually really great. And look, folks listening to this episode, we haven't even spoken about the plot. So basically, let's just rewind now. Now, let's rewind a little bit. So this takes place when, yeah, this takes place after the events of Man of Steel and Batman versus uh, Superman and Justice League yeah. and everything. So Barry Allen, yeah. he's, he's got obviously everything. And he's kind of older. And, he's um, experienced. He's experienced and, you know, Alfred calls up, you know, Bruce, uh, Barry and is like, hey, Barry, we need, we need you. And then there's yeah. the beginning, movie, at the beginning <laughs> of the movie, there's this whole action sequence with Batman and Barry. They're kind of together. So it was interesting yeah. to see, obviously, Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck's in the movie. He comes back and he's, you know, he dresses back up as, um, as Batman. And he suits up as Batman. Yeah, he suits up as Batman. He's got, he's, got, he's got a newer bike as well. His new, <laughs> oh, his bike, flipping hell. So, you know, he's got the gadgets and everything, that massive chin of his. And uh, and then also we had a cameo from uh, Wonder Woman. Yeah, yeah. Wonder Woman turns up in this as well, and she she cameoed in in Black Adam. No, was it Black Adam? Uh, sorry, Shazam. Shazam, yeah. 
So she cameoed in Shazam. So Wonder Woman's popping up in all these different movies. So she pops up in this one and everything. And like, you know, she goes up and she does the thing. But um, so Barry, he's really distraught because he he still has the memory of of what happened to his mum. She was killed. Yeah. His dad. He's still working on the case. Exactly. He's still working on the case. Uh, and you know what was really jarring for me? I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Sanjeev Bashkar. What was he doing? What was he doing as Barry's boss? That was so <laughs> jarring. I was like, what? It's like, no, 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 no. Where did they get him from? Like, what? I was like, no, no, no. I was like, you know, flipping out. Goodness gracious me. Like, you know, what is going on over here, right? Like, seriously. And like his, his accent and everything, I just totally wasn't buying that, right? So he's, so Barry's kind of like, you know, he's, he's fumbling around. He's trying to get his dad out of prison. And he's got some footage and everything like that and maybe it's going to exonerate his dad but he's yeah. he's hurt he's cut up and then he realizes that uh he can travel back in time so he does a little lap around the city because he's pissed off and he goes back a, a week or whatever and then he yeah, has a anger and frustration anger. And just, yeah and that they they lift that from the flashpoint uh, you know, um, uh, comic book storyline, you know, and that's what happens, you know, in the comic books where he does actually, you know, rip through space time and he does go back because Barry thinks that he can go back and save his mum. Mm. But Batman says to him, Bruce Wayne says to him, look, don't go messing around with the timelines because you don't know what's going to happen. And lo and behold... Yeah, and then he... Explains the whole, you know, touches on the butterfly effect. The butterfly standing effect. Standing on the blade of wrong blade of grass and exactly. All that and, so, yeah. so lo and behold, Barry, he does go back in time. He goes back, you know, to when he, you know, when he's uh, eighteen years old or whatever it is, and his mum's alive, his dad's not in prison, and you know, he has this beautiful moment and everything. But then he does meet that version of Barry Allen. So like Emmanuel was saying, there's this kind of interaction between the two. And, and the thing is, he has to lose... He, uh, so the Barry Allen from 2023, he's, he loses his powers. Mm. And, yeah. um, and then Emmanuel, the, the way he kind of goes... I love the whole thing where they're like, okay, we've got to find Bruce Wayne. There's no, there's no metahumans in this basic universe. So when he goes back now, there's no Superman. There's no... Uh, Wonder yeah, Woman. Yeah, he's, he's done the done the butterfly effect. He's gone back in. He's gone back in time, and where he lands back in time wasn't two of his own accord, though. No. Um, but that one is that one is um, is a, a, another part of the plot yeah, later on. Yeah, which we we'll, which we can get to. But uh, um, you're right. Yeah, yeah go but, for it. Go on. Yeah, but um, through going back in time, and then um, to the point in time where he. He, his mother's still alive and his father is not, in, not, he's not, his father, like the in, whole incident hasn't occurred yet. Mm. And so, um, and so he's really happy and his mom sees him and goes, oh my God, like Barry, you know, you cut your hair. And then the father, and then the father's like, what, you, Barry on time? Because there's the whole joke <laughs> yeah. that even though he's the flash, he's, he's always, always he's late. always running late. <laughs> which is and, from the uh, comics yeah. yeah 
Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So, he's, so, so there's all that. In, yeah. So there's all that interaction and everything. But then slowly, slowly, Barry realizes that shit. This is causing like issues, and then Zod's kind of appearance comes along, and like you know he's got yeah. to stop basically Zod, and then he needs help, and then he goes to find help. Uh, you know Bruce Wayne, and then it's not yeah. it's not Ben Affleck as Batman. It's Michael Keaton as as Batman, and then. So this this goes back to the whole kind of the eighties Batman, Tim Burton's Batman, and everything like that. So that whole thing was all great, and uh, there's mm. one line where um, Batman Michael Keaton's like, uh, "You want to go nuts? Let's go nuts!" And then like, yeah, yeah you know that that is that was <laughs> wicked. Like I said before, the whole Batman stuff was brilliant. You know, Michael Keaton. There's a fight scene. And Michael Keaton, obviously, it's not really Michael Keaton, the actor doing the fight scenes, but I thought, wow, mm. he, this guy, he kicks ass. He really, yeah. really kicks ass and everything. And there's this whole massive... But his, cape, his cape was much better, the, cost, the costume, because it's bulletproof. Exactly. It, it, which was different from... Uh, Ben Affleck's uh, the way, entire bulletproof the way, suit, wasn't The way it? he like, lifts it up and everything, and it's all bulletproof and everything, yeah. I thought that was all wicked. That was all kind of, you know, goes back to the 80s, uh, Tim Burton, Batman, and everything. So there's moments in the movie where you're like, you know what, I love that. I love that whole thing. Yeah, and he then, does those callbacks, like the, the weights. He goes, how much do you weigh? <laughs> exactly. And then he pulls out the like the measuring. And then and then Ezra Miller, Ezra Miller's like, what? He's like, what's this? And then I thought that was really, really funny. And then we kind of get the whole suit. It's not Superman who land crash landed on this universe. It's Supergirl. It's his cousin. Yeah, it's yeah. his cousin. So Kara. And then so there's that whole thing. I, I felt like as if that didn't get explored enough. But then again, this is a Flash movie. It's not a Supergirl movie. I totally understand all that. Then we get but Zod. Kara was so good though. I thought I thought she was so good playing she's, yeah, um, she's really Supergirl. Good. And she's going to get yeah. her own movie. She's going to get her own movie. She was she was really good. Yeah. Was, and then. Um, um, and then at the end, there's this whole thing where, uh, oh, the, before we get to that bit, mate, how is it possible that Barry Allen, so he loses his powers, he has to get his powers back. Mm. No, he's not, is he, was he a metahuman before? I don't know. Why is it that his body can sustain being, electri being electrified by lightning? I don't get it. Twice. Like, I don't <clears> get it. <throat> Why is his body able to sustain that? So does that mean that flipping, if I get electrocuted, I could become the Flash? Like, what? They didn't explain yeah. that. There was a lot of moments in the, in the movie where I had to suspend disbelief because yeah. the opening, the first scene was awesome. Yeah. If you, if the, the physics of it and the science of, you know, Barry being able to like, running low on energy, having to um, smash the vending machine, yeah. save the reigning babies <laughs> and the nurse. It's if fun I had to, to think watch, about the, the science for all of that mm. and how, how long it would have taken and the fact that all of them probably would have been dead that he was rescuing. Yeah. Because if I compare that to the boys, the physics in the boys makes more sense. Yeah, <laughs> I know. They would go splat yeah. going at that kind I of speed. Love I, I, yeah, I love the, the you know, the, in the comic books, they actually, there's one st storyline from the comic books is that the reverse Flash, so in order for Flash to get his powers, it was actually the reverse Flash who causes the, the lightning strike, and it's the mm. reverse Flash's, it, it gives 
Barry Allen his powers because then in the future it's the reverse flash so it's this kind of this whole time paradox so if the flash doesn't get his powers then the reverse flash isn't able to become the reverse flash in the future and everything so he goes back in time and he's yeah. the one who causes that so they gloss over that whole thing and it's just literally the fact is that Barry Allen it has to get electrocuted and then he gets powers of the flash so yeah I mean but but um, yeah, he it didn't it, it, it him getting him getting struck by the lightning twice didn't make didn't make sense because as most people know it, you're lucky if yeah. you get struck by, by lightning, lightning once and survive. Mm. But with with Kara, you know she must have she must have uh, taken the residual on the second one. Yeah, she must. Have, there must be some Kryptonian <laughs> yeah. something Kryptonian going on in there. But anyway, he gets his powers, and then there's this massive face-off between Zod, uh, the Zod. other Kryptonians, you know, Supergirl. You know, they're smashing people out, but every single time. Uh, Kara, Supergirl, she dies. And then Barry yeah. is like, no, we've got to fix this. So he keeps going back in time, back in time, back in time, back in time. That, but that, that's because that's, we'll call, we'll call the, um, the, the one in the, uh, the past Barry 2. And Barry 1 is the one that um, starts off in the movie, right? Yeah. So uh, Barry 2, he's new, remember? Mm. He's inexperienced. And so he wasn't, he, there's a lot of stuff that he doesn't pay attention to when Barry one is explaining to him about um, his his universe versus what's going on because he was like, what? Oh, what? He's Batman, and he was like, Yeah, what do you think I was taking you to? Like, <laughs> in my in my universe, there's this yeah. there's the Justice League, yeah. and in this universe, I don't know who who the just whether there's any Justice League at all. Yeah, but the commonality was that there was a Batman in this, in this, in both universes, yep. which Barry one went back, went to me. And what, what I like is that Michael Keaton does a good explanation of the multiverse and the timelines. With the spaghetti, which is brilliant. The spaghetti. And so the reason, and so the reason why, um, it felt the, um, it, it fails, the battle fails the first time and keeps on failing multiple times is because Barry too forgets the lesson taught saying that there's a junction, there's a, in the whole multiverse, there's one cross, crossover part where you cannot change. So you can keep on repeating it, but it's so, it, like that part is so strong, it it's, it's appears in every single, you know, um, version of it. It's a bit like the, one 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 moment or one uh luck where where dr strange you know in dr in, strange the, it, in the game in the yeah, million he goes, the million what's, variations what's, what's of it yeah <laughs> yeah <clears throat> so yeah. yeah so that he doesn't get it whereas barry one he's like he realizes. i get it yeah yeah. And then, so then, but him, by Barry going, doing all of that, doing all of that, we then we get his next one. Um, we get kind of like an evil Flash who has been doing that. And he's he's become so kind of corrupted by trying to fixated on, yeah, obsessed with kind of fixing yeah. things, fixing things. He's, he then turns out to be like, you know, in the in the comic books, there was one kind of speedster called Savitar. Um, and That's this is, it, yeah. yeah, there was, it was kind of similar to the Flash, the TV show, the Flash on the CW. 
AEW where um, I think they might have even taken that idea from that actually where Barry Allen in the TV show is Savitar. So they've kind of kind of used that mm. one. But here's the thing, Emmanuel. So while all these worlds, universes are colliding, they start opening up. We get, oh my God, we get all these, ca I, I can't all the say cameos. cameos. I can't, because what they've done is they've digitally kind of recreated these characters and they brought back. But they, they have cameos, back. aren't they though? Yeah, we wasn't, yeah. We wasn't expecting them and they, they did make an appearance. We They're referenced from, from um, old like, shows was, and TV. Yeah, Christopher yeah, Reeves. Christopher Reeve, yeah. Helen Slater, they come back as Superman and as um, Supergirl. Then you had um, the yeah George Reeves, I think his name is the old. Then you had Adam West yeah, as George Batman. Yeah, George Reeves was the original Batman. You know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, all of, all of that going Batman. on, and then the uh, a, a massive big spoiler. Or this is going to be a huge yeah, spoiler. Adam West as well. Yeah, Adam West. This is, was, this is a huge yeah, spoiler. West. In the 1990s, James Cameron, or I think it was James Cameron, or someone um, was was working on a Superman movie called Superman Lives, and uh, Nicolas Cage was going to actually be... That was be, Tim Burton. That, so it was Tim Burton, yeah? So Tim, Tim yeah. Burton, yeah. So Tim Burton was going to be making this movie called Superman Lives, and it was going to be Nicolas Cage as Superman, and he screen-tested for it, and they used yeah. that footage, and we see Nicolas Cage. So... That was a great little remember, callback. Nicholas Cage is also a massive Superman um, fan. Huge. He bought the first ever issue as well of Superman yeah. and had to sell it for like two mil because he was in financial yeah. difficulty and yeah. still is in financial difficulty. I mean, difficulty. he named, he named, he gave but, himself, uh, he named himself after Luke Cage. <laughs> he named himself, and his, and his, yeah. and I think his son. He, he named his son Kal El. Kal El, because yeah. yeah, he's like a huge, huge Superman <laughs> fan. So there's that little kind of bit of a callback and everything. So there's all those things, and like you know, obviously fan service. Like you know, there's a lot of that going on, and yeah. um, and then for me, you had so, from yeah, uh, what is it, T Teddy Sears from the CW series as well, yes. who was as Jay Garrick. Yes, um, exactly. That, in, in there the, was the old school Jay Garrick in there as well. So, yeah. that was, so that was all good to kind of see in those characters. So they kind of do all that. And then Barry realizes, look, no, if I, the, the, the kind of that, that point where the universes collide type of thing, it's his mum, right? So his mum has yeah. to die for all the other universes to survive. Mm. Um, so, you know, that happens. That, that was the, that was the, to me, that was the definitive difference between Barry one and Barry two mm. was that they both felt the pain in 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 um, the loss of life, I'll say, and wanting to do right. But with Barry with Barry one, his pain was the loss of his mother. With Barry two, his mother was still alive, but yeah. it was a loss of Batman and Kara, uh, who yeah. he had a crush on. Because yes. he took the picture and then he was like, you know, yeah, yeah, I saw that. I noticed that as well. And he couldn't let he couldn't let that go. So Absolutely. yeah. <laughs> yeah, mate. So listen, look, look, from from me, there's definitely some moments in the movie where like like I said before, it's it's great and there's I'm like, yes, this is great with the whole Batman stuff and there's some fun bits and everything like that, right? But from but overall, I like I said before, I, I felt kind of like lied to, like this is this you is need to great. Write to James Gunn, man. I know, man. I, seriously, <laughs> I just like. And listen, here's going to be a massive spoiler, right? Here's a mass, another massive spoiler. So when Barry kind of does everything, he fixes the universe, he fixes the multiverses, he comes back oh, to his. Yes. <laughs> he comes back to his universe. 
or so he seems as a universe. He, you know, Batman yeah. calls him up and says, "Hey, uh, uh, Barry, like, you know, let's meet up and everything." And his car pulls up, and this was re- actually really quite good. This was actually Ooh, a really, yeah. Lo and behold, <laughs> it's not. It's not. His Batman, it's not a Ben Affleck, it is no. George Clooney. George Clooney. And I was just like, that was really good. I thought that was actually really, really good. <laughs> and uh, and then they end the movie there. He, he still couldn't resist moving the, the tin can yeah. from the shelf to the top, to the top oh, of the shelf where that his was father... It. He, yeah, exactly. So, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. By the way, yeah. So, yeah. So, his dad does get exonerated and everything. So, there, there is that as well. So, you do get to see the, you know, his dad's face in the video, and that, and that kind of exonerates him. So, we know now that the dad didn't kill the mum, but they never explained mm. who killed the mum. No, no. But I guess you know that could be explained in the in the flash too, if they they you know they want to uh, do that because I think it's only it's only taken like. 2.7 mil um, already, and um, which isn't great, but it's Still it's in line is. with like Aqua, Aquaman and um, yeah uh, and other movies. But yeah, if it hits 80 mil, then we could see a number another a Flash two. We, we could see another one, right? I don't know. I don't know how this all fits in with the James Gunn universe because it's this was made bef- this was made part of the Snyder universe, I think, and everything. So right. we'll see what happens. But here's the thing: so after the credits roll, there is an end credit scene, and I'm thinking, yeah, this is going to be great. Let's see how this all fits up. Emmanuel, can you explain to me what 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 was the what was the whole meaning behind that end credit scene? I don't get it, honestly. I, Maybe I, I'm so I dumb, don't. I don't know. No, I don't. I I don't know either. I, I saw the end credit, and uh, the end basically the end end credit is um, Aquaman and him and the Flash walking out of a bar. Mm. It sounds like the beginning of a bad joke. Yeah, but... it does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Aquaman is Aquaman is drunk. The Flash is explaining that he can't get drunk because of his fast metabolism, mm. and uh, and. Um, Aquaman basically passes out on on the on the street into a, into a massive puddle. Yeah. And then the Flash goes, "Oh, but we need to get home." And then he Aquaman jokes and says, "I'm already home because, because he's, he's in, in the, the water. Pu- he's, 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 he's in a puddle. In the puddle. Yeah. So I think that I think they just did that just so then people wouldn't be disappointed that there isn't an end credit. Yeah. I so think that, I think that was it. So my takeaway from that is is that it's a movie that isn't probably so it's not connected to anything else it's just a standalone movie so we don't know if anything else is coming along is it connected well, we to the- I think I think at the time uh, Aquaman was supposed to be coming out after this and that's the reason why Aquaman 2 has been held back as well as mm. what's her name who um, who was in uh, court with uh, oh, Johnny Amber Heard yeah Amber Heard yeah so it it from my recollection, it was always meant to come after the Flash, right? And so, with Aquaman being at the end, the end credit was probably just like a, a little tease or be like yeah. anticipation that Aquaman is next yeah. to to come, which we're still waiting for Aquaman to. I don't know whether it, whether it, they're going to make it disappear or yeah, um, or happen later on. But yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know. I just sometimes you you know you think of the end credit scenes. You think okay, end credit scenes can be you know one of two things. Either they kind of is to set something up for another movie, and you think oh wow this mm. is coming, or it's kind of like a recall to a joke or something like that. And in this mm. one, I was like okay, like you know fine, all right. It's a bit it's a bit comedic. We get to see Aquaman. Aquaman stays the same in all the universes apparently, and um, you know so I don't know. So for me. It's yeah. It's a, look like I said before. It's a decent. It's decent. There's some great bits in there, but it's not wow for me. And um, mm. I don't know if it, if it's gonna break the box office records. If we're gonna see another Flash, but clearly he's a decent uh, Barry Allen. Let's let's no yeah. no no kind of um, qualms about that. Uh, and hopefully, yeah. I still, still up in the air with with Ezra anyway, so I, I don't think we're going to see a you know a, a, a Flash two anytime soon, and unless the he, heat dies down on him, the heat dies down on on uh, on him. And uh, but I'd say that go with low expectations. Yeah. So then you, you avoid disappointment. Um, but it, the jokes, the jokes was to, to me classic of, of Barry mm. Barry Allen because he even he even made joke uh, made fun of it himself when he met um, you know uh, Barry too and was like oh my god you're so annoying now so, yes yeah, absolutely <laughs> yeah there was a funny bit in the movie where Barry Barry won he thinks that he's still oh, got he's his powers running. and he's running around I thought that was quite funny and like you know him crashing yeah. into the wall and, and he everything. tries to he's through the wall yeah I thought yeah so like I said before there's some there really really great the yeah there's some really great yeah. funny bits in the movie but overall yeah just just, just expect look it's DC it's DC and mm. we'll have to wait until James Gunn comes in with the whole Superman thing um and um yeah we'll see what happens so look there's our take on it folks I'm pretty sure we'll be speaking about the Flash for another week or so uh because it'd be interesting to get Deval's take on it and mm. um but yeah I mean Emmanuel I mean I, I mean I'm I don't think I've got enough time to do Extraction 2 because that is a movie that deserves that's, another yeah, yeah that deserves that, that deserves another about half an hour and I just don't think we've got that time for that yeah, one yeah that was another meaty one as well it was a meaty one yeah. uh, because in that movie there's one scene in particular Emmanuel um, there was one fight scene in the prison where oh, uh, yeah I know the one you're talking oh, about mate yeah. that apparently that's a all one take that uh, that fight scene and uh, it took them about a month or a month and a bit to uh, to actually film it but to plan for it took about six months. Wow. Wow. Yeah. You know what it made me feel like? It made yeah. me feel like I was watching one of those um, cut scenes in a in a, game. In a, in a game. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I felt exactly the same. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, so listen, look, folks, uh, you'll have to kind of tune in to us on another episode where we speak about Extraction uh, 2. It's definitely uh, a film that you should definitely watch. Uh, we can watch, speak. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's definitely one to watch. But listen, look, we hope you enjoyed the show. Thank you. I want to just say thanks again to Emmanuel. Thanks a lot for coming on the show. Uh, it's always a pleasure chatting to you about movies. And uh, remember, keep a lot with the Flicksters. We're on every week. Download us, watch us on YouTube, uh, and we'll see you on the next one. Peace. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Just pop in the Flicksters podcast.